Everybody close your eyes and relax. <clears throat> relax for a while. Calm your body and relax your body. Just close your eyes, relax. Give attention to your body and relax your body. Calm your body. Understand racing and pouring of the body, whole body. Now give your full attention and listen, listen attentively. But 
ಪಸು ಮಾಂಚಿ ಪಾಪ ಮಾ eyes friends i am glad to be here with you this afternoon to share the dhamma with you this is what i recited was friendless love metta Buddha is the embodiment of metta. His metta, his love, selfless love, immeasurable, unpathomable. In comparison to us, our love, our metta is only a little drop where Buddha is the ocean. Today for this dhamma talk our topic is metta love First let's understand why the buddha wanted to utter the stanza which i recited it rhythmically In the first days of the sasana ordination this buddha's uh, dispensation dispensation there was once while the buddha was living in a in the monastery called uh, savatthi a certain monk was bitten by a snake then a group of monk went to, monks went to the buddha and they informed this to the buddha then the buddha said monks if this particular monks had been practicing metta love and friendliness to different classes of snakes buddha pointed out four classes of snakes if he had been practicing metta for this different beings he would not have died in this manner the buddha said where the buddha uh, taught how to extend metta how to extend love and friendliness to different classes all beings in the world where the buddha said there are four classes of snakes era virupakka erapata chabbyaputta and kanha gotamaka those are the four classes of snakes buddha said virupakke hime mettang that is how one has to extend metta me my metta be with virupakka that particular class of snake may my metta be with them 
ವಿರೂಪಕ್ಕೆ ಹಿಮೇ ಮೆತ್ತಂ ದೆನ್ ಮೆತ್ತಂ ಏರಾಪತೆ ಹಿಮೇ ಮೇ ಮೈ ಮೆತ್ತ ಬಿ ವಿತ್ ಲೂಪ್ ದಟ್ ಗ್ರೂಪ್ ಏರಾಪಥ ದ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಗ್ರೂಪ್ ಮೆತ್ತಂ ಏರಾಪತೆ ಹಿಮೇ ದೆನ್ ಚಬ್ಯಾಪುತ್ತೆ ಹಿಮೇ ಮೆತ್ತಂ ಮೇ ಮೈ ಮೆತ್ತ ಬಿ ವಿತ್ ದ ಗ್ರೂಪ್ ಚಬ್ಯಾಪುತ್ ದೆನ್ ಮೆತ್ತಂ ಕಣ್ಣ ಗೋತಮಕ್ಕೆ ಹಿಚ ಮೇ ಮೈ ಮೆತ್ತ ಬಿ ವಿತ್ ದಟ್ ಗ್ರೂಪ್ ದಟ್ ಕ್ಲಾಸ್ ಕೋಲ್ ಕಣ್ಣ ಗೋತಮಕ್ ದೆನ್ ಫರ್ದರ್ ಬುದ್ಧ ಟೋಟಸ್ ಹೌ ಟು ಪ್ರಾಕ್ಟೀಸ್ ಅಪಾದಕ್ಕೆ ಹಿಮೇ ಮೆತ್ತಂ ಮೇ ನೋ ಫುಟ್ಲೆಸ್ ಬೀನ್ ಚಬ್ಯಾಪುತ್ತೆ ಹಿಮೇ ಮೆತ್ತಂ ಮೆತ್ತಂ ಕಣ್ಣ ಗೋತಮಕ್ಕೆ ಹಿಚ ಅಪಾದಕ್ಕೆ ಹಿಮೇ ಮೆತ್ತಂ ಮೇ ನೋ ಫುಟ್ಲೆಸ್ ಬೀನ್ಸ್ ಹರ್ಟ್ ಮೀ ಅಪಾದಕ ಅಪಾದಕ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಫುಟ್ಲೆಸ್ ಬೀನ್ಸ್ ಅಪಾದಕ್ಕೆ ಹಿಮೇ ಮೆತ್ತಂ ಮೆತ್ತಂ ದಿಪಾದಕ್ಕೆ ಹಿಮೇ ಮೇ ನೋ ಟೂ ಫೀಟ್ ಬೀನ್ಸ್ ಹರ್ಟ್ ಮೀ ಮೆತ್ ಚತುಪದೇ ಮಾಮಂ ಅಪಾದಕೋ ಹಿಂಸಿ ಮಾಮಂ ಹಿಂಸಿ ದಿಪಾದಕೋ ಮಾಮನ್ ಚತುಪದೋ ಹಿಂಸಿ ಮೇ ನೋ ಫೋರ್ ಫೀಟ್ ಬೀನ್ಸ್ ಹರ್ಟ್ ಮೀ ಮಾಮನ್ ಚತುಪದೋ ಹಿಂಸಿ ಮಾಮಂಗ್ ಹಿಂಸಿ ಬಹುಪದು ಮೇ ನೋ ಮೆನಿ ಫೀಟ್ ಬೀನ್ ಬೀನ್ಸ್ ಹರ್ಟ್ ಮೀ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಹೋವಿ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟೆಂಡ್ ಮೆತ್ತ ಮಾಮಂಗ್ ಬಹುಪದೇ ಹಿಮೆ ಚತುಪದೇ ಹಿಮೆ ಮೆತ್ತಂ ಮೆತ್ತಂ ಬಹುಪದಿ ನಾವು ವೆನ್ ವಿ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟೆಂಡ್ ಮೆತ್ತ we extend metta to beans footless beans may all footless beans rejoice uh, receive my metta and then two feet beans then four feet beans and many feet beans in this manner buddha taught us how to extend metta to all these beans ಸಬ್ಬೆ ಸತ್ತ ಮೇ ಓಲ್ ಬೀನ್ಸ್ ಸಬ್ಬೆ ಪಾನ ಮೇ ಓಲ್ ಲಿವಿನ್ ಬೀನ್ಸ್ ಓಲ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಸಬ್ಬೆ ಪಾನ ಸಬ್ಬೆ ಭೂತ ಮೇ ಓಲ್ ದೋಸ್ ಬೋನ್ ಸಬ್ಬೆ ಭೂತ ಚ ಕೇವಲ ಎಂಟೈಟಿ ಮೇ ದೆ ಓಲ್ ಸಬ್ಬೆ ಭೂತ ಚ ಕೇವಲ ಸಬ್ಬೆ ಭದ್ರಾಣಿ ಪಶ್ಯಂತು ಮೇ ದೆ ಓಲ್ ಸಿ ವಟ್ ಇಸ್ ವಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಗುಡ್ ಸಬ್ಬೆ ಭದ್ರಾಣಿ ಪಶ್ಯಂತು ಮಾ ಕಂಚಿ ಪಾಪ ಮಾಗಮ ಮೇ ದಿ ನೋಟ್ ಕಮ್ ಟು ಫೋರ್ ಸಫರಿಂಗ್ ಮೇ ನೋ ಸಫರಿಂಗ್ ಬಿ ವಿತ್ ದೆಮ್ ಲೈಕ್ ದಟ್ ವಿ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟೆಂಡ್ ಮೆತ್ತ ಟು ಓಲ್ ಬೀನ್ಸ್ ಫ್ರೆಂಡ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಹೌ ದ ಬುದ್ಧ ಟೋಟಸ್ ಟು ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟೆಂಡ್ ಮೆತ್ತ ಹೌ ಟು ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟೆಂಡ್ ಮೆತ್ತ ನಾವು ಮೆತ್ತ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ we to understand what metta is metta is a mental state this mental state is inculcated in our mind we have to develop this metta we have to develop this mental state 
that is by generating metta and developing metta extending metta to all beings we can develop this consciousness this this sort of mental state metta is goodwill it is selfless love metta and karuna there are two different terms sometimes people misunderstand and they uh, use differently they use without understanding the clear meaning metta means loving friendliness even it is not loving kindness sometimes loving kindness is used it is not loving kindness kindness is karuna it is not metta so loving friendliness is the uh, proper term for metta love and friendliness both love and friendliness karuna is compassion kindness and then there is another term in our uh, in the discourses we come across another term uh, which is prema prema metta karuna this go together prema is again trans uh, it is translated as love but that is prema uh, is a cause for sorrow premato jayati soko the buddha said premato jayati soko but not uh, metta if we extend metta we don't want to we don't want to uh, sorrow whereas prema prema is with uh, attachment with love attachment there is uh, sort of affection that is why it is a cause for suffering cause for sorrow this also to be understood when practice metta the buddha has many occasion on many occasions the buddha has taught us the importance of practicing metta once there was a dispute among the monks the monks among the monks themselves there was a dispute quarreling by that time a certain monk went to the buddha and uh, uh, informed this thereafter the buddha uh, advised buddha summoned the, summoned the monks and advised them where the buddha pointed out uh, six different uh, things to maintain for the uh, maintenance of unity for to live in concord buddha gave six different factors to maintain of the six the buddha said the first one the buddha said uh, always in public and in private always have uh, bodily actions with metta that means among the monks among the companions 
while they were living in together the, among the monks, the Buddha said, maintain uh, bodily actions with metta. Kāyena mettena kāya kammena. Mettena kāya kammena. Kāya kamma means bodily actions. You know, we have three different actions, three di- modes, of, modes of actions. Bodily actions, verbal actions, and mental actions. Whenever we have uh, bodily actions, we have to maintain, we have to do bodily actions with metta, love and friendliness. That is the meaning. Secondly, the Buddha said, your verbal actions towards your companions should be with metta. Uh, Mettena vachi kammena. Third. Third one is Mettena mano kammena. Then uh, the bodily action, uh, mental actions also should be uh, done with metta. Mettena then bodily actions, verbal actions, mental actions with metta. These three. Then the Buddha said, whatever you gain, whatever you receive, even whatever you receive to your bowl, begin bowl, share with this, share with others, use things in common. That was the another instruction. That is the fourth instruction, fourth thing to be, fourth factor to be maintained among the disputed uh, group. Then, as the Buddha taught them, uh, then Buddha said, further, maintain your sealer, maintain your sealer equally. That is the sealer which is called noble uh, sealer, Arya sealer, that is dear to the noble ones, sealer which is dear to noble one, Arya Kanta sealer, that is very pristine, pure sealer among the group. Then the sixth one, Buddha said, everybody should have the idea, the view that we, that you all got the ordination for the purpose. For the purpose is uh, eradicating defilements and completely destroying suffering. That is the purpose. With that, that uh, view, that idea is to be kept in mind. Those are the given six factors in the Kosambhya Sutta. Kosambhi Sutta is the uh, discourse delivered for this purpose, especially when the monks, uh, they, when they had the dispute. So where the Buddha emphasized bodily actions, verbal actions and mental actions should be maintained with metta. That is the point I wanted to point you out. Another occasion, once the Buddha, uh, while he was going for a, for arms, he saw a young man. Uh, early morning, he got up and he went to the lake. He jumped into the lake, and then he came out with wet, uh, wet uh, cloth, wet hair, 
he started to prostrate to different directions buddha as the buddha passed the place buddha saw this in india then uh, buddha wanted to question him so he asked buddha asked uh, friend why you, you do this then he said uh, this is uh, this is how my father just before he passed away he told me to do this he told me to respect six directions respect on a six direction that is what my father's last word so i do this then the buddha said uh, well this is not the way that you uh, that we in the dispensation in this dispensation means the buddha's dispensation this is not the way that we uh, we do we respect the six directions mm, then he wanted to know how to respect six directions so that person asked the buddha how to respect the six directions yeah the buddha said the east is the, the parents east means parents north means teachers then west means husband and wives and then north means uh, friends up means uh, contemplative ones the brahma brahmins and shramanas and then uh, lower is the slaves or servicemen in this manner buddha pointed out it differently where buddha taught him further some relationship the whole society was divided into 12 in this manner and buddha pointed out their own responsibilities and duties so these duties are to be fulfilled by each other so that the whole society will be a prosperous society the buddha gave this particular discourse where the buddha pointed out our duties as monks and lay persons you know these are different uh, groups like parents and children teachers and students husband and wife when they, when we take this individually we each and everybody has our own uh, responsibilities own, uh, own duties to be fulfilled so where the buddha talk about the duties of monks and lay persons where the buddha pointed out the lay persons duties it is i think it is also good for you to know your your duties uh, your duties means the buddha said mettena kaya kammena when you uh, when you fulfill your duties towards monastic first thing mettena kaya kammena your actions bodily actions should be with metta mettena kaya kammena whatever the, the actions you are doing to uh, towards the monastic bodily actions means suppose you offer something you do some sort of the helping you 
give hands like that with metta. That is the meaning. Metta kaya kammen. Then second one is metta vachi kammen. Metta vachi kammen means when you talk with the, the monastic, you to talk with metta, loving friendliness. Metta vachi kammen. Then metta mano kammen. Third one is metta mano kammen. When you think of the monastic, uh, again, with metta, these three. Then the Buddha gave two more uh, things. Uh, anavata dvarataya. Buddha said anavata dvarataya means uh, when, you, when the monks, the monastic uh, monks or nuns visit you, your doors should be kept open. Not closing. When when you see the monks, don't you don't close doors. That means your door door is open for monks, monks or nuns. Hmm? That is another another duty to be fulfilled by lay persons. And the the last one is uh, offering uh, the four requisites for the monastic. Those are the four. Uh, those are five different factors to be fulfilled by lay persons towards monastic. Then the Buddha, in reciprocations, Buddha gave six, not only five, six different factors to be fulfilled by monastic for the lay persons. What are those six? The Buddha said, the first thing that the monks, the monastic should do is uh, avoid lay persons doing unwholesome deeds. When, when lay persons are doing unwholesome deeds, we have the right to do that. We, as the monastic, it is our sort of right to correct them, to tell them that it is, it is wrong when you do unwholesome deeds. So it's not only monks, it's the parents' duty as well. The Buddha pointed out parents should do this towards their children. Say, for instance, now when, the, when children get ready to go for fishing, I see sometimes parents, they themselves go with children for fishing without understanding the nature, without understanding people are doing these things. People kill them. People simply, even you simply catch them, it is, you are, you are hurting them. So, sometimes people think that they, such beings have no soul. It is a misconception taught, taught by different persons, different uh, sort of later teachings. We were taught that there is no soul in such beings. Therefore, people started to kill beings without any hesitation. But in, according to the teachings of the Buddha, we never kill, we never hurt beings. Instead, we extend metta. We, we have to extend metta. We love beings. We love and we let beings to live. So, the Buddha said, whenever the lay persons are doing unwholesome deeds, it is our right, it is our duty, 
the monastic's duty to correct them, to, to uh, avoid them doing such unwholesome deeds. That is the first thing. Secondly, not only avoiding unwholesome, but encourage lay persons to do what is good, do what is wholesome. That is the second one. That's the Papa Nivarenti, Kalyane Nivesanti. Then the Buddha said, Asutang uh, Savanti. The monastics should teach the lay persons what they have not heard before. That also to be, uh, that also a uh, duty of the monastic. Asutang Savanti. Then sutang pariyodapenti. Sutta. Sutta means what you have learned. Perhaps there may be you have you have not uh, uh, you have not understood it properly. Therefore, it is to be clarified. Whatever you have uh, learned should be clarified. Sutang savanti. Asutang savanti, sutang pariyodapenti. Then kankang vitarati, the fifth one is kankang vitarati. If the lay persons have uh, doubt, doubt should be expelled by the monastic. The kankang vitarati. Then finally, the sagamagang achikanti, that is the duty of the monastic to teach them the way to. Uh, heaven, that means to way to realize real peace, realize Nibbana. So these are the factors, these are the uh, duties the Buddha imposed, sort of imposed us to feel, fulfill uh, each other in reciprocations. So this I just I wanted to show you uh, sort of our duties, where the emphasis is uh, on metta, Buddha said, metthena, metthena kaya kammena, metthena vache kammena, metthena mano kammena. With metta, we have to, we have to uh, help each other. That is the meaning. So the Buddha's teaching on metta is clear. Buddha always, there is no point where the Buddha has given us any sort of chance to do anything uh, harmful to other beings. Buddha always emphasized to extend metta. Once uh, in the Kakachupama Sutta, the Buddha delivered a discourse named Kakachupama. Kakacha means uh, so, uh, two-handled so. The Buddha gave this discourse uh, the name of the discourse is Akachupama, simile of the so. Where the Buddha said, monks, uh, sometimes if you get angry, when you get angry with some other persons, uh, you to curb your angry, anger. So, the Buddha here in this sutta pointed out uh, even if the bandits, when the bandits take us, take you, and perhaps they cut your limbs with uh, two handles, so, 
even while they cutting your limbs if you get angry you are not you are not really following my dhamma that's how the buddha said so even our limbs are cut uh, cutting by that time even by that time the buddha said if you get angry you are not following the dhamma that itself is to be understood once a venerable one venerable name uh, punna he wanted to practice in a sort of secluded place so he went to the buddha and asked bante please uh, give me some advice to practice uh, alone then the buddha advised him buddha taught him dhamma referring to six senses we have six senses eyes ears nose tongue body and mind these six senses referring to these six senses they are concomitant factors and how they are uh, to be seen these different factors as impermanent unsatisfactory without a self that is how one has to see these things these six senses buddha gave these instructions and finally the buddha asked him now where do you want to go to practice then he said bante i am going to practice in the place called sunaparanta sunaparanta is a far distance place uh, in the present time it is the, in the middle east so he wanted to go to that place then buddha asked do you really want to go there to practice do you really want to go there to practice uh, then he say yes bante but the people in that place are quite fierce they are tough rough people so they might uh, blame you they might abuse you like that they might do something to you like abusing then what do what will you do he the buddha asked then this monk said pante if they abused me if they uh, uh, if they sort of blamed me scolded me then i think pante these people are very nice they simply blamed me they abused me they did not use stick to hit me they did, they did, they did not hit me simply they abused me therefore they are nice people they are good people that is how i think then buddha said suppose then they would hit you then bante i think they are very nice people they did not use any stick to hit me then if they use sticks to uh, give you blow then bante i would think they are nice people because they did not use any weapon to uh, hit me therefore therefore they are nice people then but there are suppose if they use a weapon to hit you then i think bante it is good these people are very nice people 
Though they used weapons, they did not hurt me, they did not kill me. Then, then the Buddha asked, suppose they would kill you, they would uh, going to kill you, then what, you, what would you do? Then Bhante, I would think that the, some monks, they get knife themselves to cut their neck. But in this case, I did not, I don't want to use any knife, but they do, they help me in this manner. So therefore, I, be, I will be happy with that also. So the, when the Buddha said, Buddha then said, it is good that you can go there and practice. You have patience, you have metta, real metta. So that therefore the Buddha allowed him to go there and practice. He went to that place and he practiced. Eventually, he attained uh, arahanthood, arahantship. So, friends, in this manner, you see, uh, Buddha emphasized the importance importance of practicing metta. Metta is the uh, antidote of hatred. Hatred, the Buddha said, in the Dhammapada, Buddha said, Nahi verena verani samanti de kudachana averena cha samanti esa dhammo sanantano. In the world, there is, a, there is an eternal truth. The Buddha said, There is an eternal truth. What is the truth? Nahi verena verani. By hatred, hatred is never appeased by hatred. Hatred is never ceased by hatred. That is the eternal truth. But <coughs> only hatred is appeased only by metta, metta, love and friendliness. So hatred is the fire. It's the fire. Metta is water. Metta is to be therefore, the metta is to be understood and metta is to be practiced. In the uh, Dhammapada itself, the Buddha said, if one harbors thought like he abused me, he cheat me, he, uh, he beat me, he defeated me, he robbed me like that, if one harbors such thoughts, their hatred never appeased. If one does not harbor such thought, then their hatred is appeased. Hatred is ceased. This is how the Buddha taught. Once Venerable Sariputta, Venerable Sariputta pointed out how to uh, reduce, how to remove hatred, anger. When we have anger towards a person, how to remove this anger? For this purpose, Venerable Sariputta said, uh, there are people, their bodily actions are impure. In society, there are people, their bodily actions are impure, but their verbal actions is good. 
verbal actions are good. So such persons, when we see such persons, we have to understand that there is something good, that something good is to be seen. And with that, the, uh, we can uh, reduce, we can remove our hatred, our anger. And then secondly, he said, there are people, their uh, bodily actions are good, but verbal actions are impure. Verbal actions are not good. Such people are to be seen as good people. And with that, we can reduce, we can subdue our hatred. Then, the Buddha, uh, then Venerable Sariputta said, there are some people, their uh, bodily actions are impure, their mental actions, their uh, verbal actions are impure, but their mental uh, clarity, calmness is good. They have the idea to practice. Such people are good. In such a case, we have to, again, we can uh, think of that way and reduce our anger. Again, he said, there are people, their mental actions are not uh, good actions, bodily actions, verbal actions, mental actions, all the three, not pure, impure, all are impure, though you can think of them as just to see a sort of um, a homeless person or a, per a person on the way out, but still you need to help him. Just like that, when you think of such a person, again, you can uh, curb, you can reduce your anger. And finally, uh, the Venerable Sariputta said, there are people, their bodily actions are good, verbal actions are good, mental actions are good. Then they themselves can be uh, thought of and they are, then we can reduce our anger. So such, the, such a way we can think of anger. When we have anger, we can think of anger. The antidote is metta. That is, that is the point. Whenever we have anger, whenever we uh, have resentment, anger, hatred, jealousy, the, the antidote is metta. Metta is the real uh, remedy, remedy for the melody of anger. So when we practice metta, we can develop metta and extend metta to all beings in the world. The Buddha said there are 11 benefits of practicing metta. There are 11 benefits. What are the 11 benefits? Buddha said, Sukhang Supati, when you uh, sleep, you can sleep well. If you practice metta, as the meditation, you can sleep well. Sukhang Supati. 
Secondly, Sukang Pati Bujjati. You can wake up well. Sukang Pati Bujjati. Then Napapakang Supinam Pasati, then you don't have a nightmare, bad dreams. Napapakang Supinam Pasati. Manusanang Piyohoti, then you will become a pleasant person to humans. Amanusanang Piyohoti, you will become a pleasant person to a manusa. Means non-humans. Amanusanam pyoti. Devata rakanti, the deities protect you. Deities protect you. Devata rakanti. Nasa agiva, visangva, satangva, kamati. Uh, you will not be hurt uh, with fire, weapon, or poisons. Quickly you can come to the come to concentration. Concentration your mind. You can concentrate quickly. Tuatan chittang Then mukhavanno vipasidati your face will be pleasant. Asam mulho kalam karoti, the end of life, you can pass, you can uh, close your eyes uh, without confusion. Asam mulho kalam karoti. Then finally, if not attain Nibbana here, you will be born in the Brahma realm. Those are 11 benefits of practicing. Metta. Metta, when we practice metta, Buddha said, once Buddha said, if you practice metta even for during the time of uh, snapping of two finger, two fingers, that itself is a great meritorious deed. Once he, while the Buddha was going somewhere with uh, with a group of monks, he, uh, they all saw a heap of ember, heap of fire, hmm? ember, blowing, glowing. Seeing this, the Buddha stopped there and questioned the monks. Monks, can you eat this ember, this fire? Hmm? Can you eat this? Then the monks said, No, how can we how can we eat like like that? How can we eat this fire, this ember, glowing? Huh? So the Buddha said, Ah, like that. If you do not practice properly, without practicing, if you take the food, drinks, and all requisites given by people, this is, that is like eating this type of uh, ember. Then some monks, after that, some, as they went uh, to the monastery, after a while, some monks disrobed. 
some monks died, committed suicide. So then the Buddha again summoned them and said, monks, Achara Sangata Mattampiche Bhikkhave Bhikkhu Arit Metta Chittang Bhaveya Monks, if a bhikkhu, if, if a bhikkhu practices metta, even during the time of uh, snapping of the two fingers, like this, this much time, this much time, metta, Buddha said, you are deserve to receive uh, food, drinks, and other things from the uh, lay persons. You are deserve. Because of metta. Again, on another occasion, the Buddha said, "Suppose there were two, there are two persons. One person is giving, practicing dana. He is giving hundred pots, big pots, jars, hundred jars for breakfast. Then hundred for lunch. Then hundred for dinner." He is given dana. There's another person. He is meditating only for a for a few minutes. Hmm? Buddha said, "I appreciate not the person who is given three hundred jars for day, but the person who is practicing only practicing metta only for a second. I appreciate that person." In this manner, the Buddha appreciated practicing metta. So metta, when practice metta, it is that itself is the path. That itself is the path for the attainment of enlightenment. According to the discourses, however much we practice metta, if we do not switch metta to vipassana, we cannot attain enlightenment. Simply practicing vipassana, practicing metta, we can develop our concentration, we can develop samatha, but at a time we have to switch to insight. So it is to be uh, practiced with mindfulness. Metta and mindfulness should go together. Metta and sati. However much we practice sati, if we have no metta, again we cannot curb, we cannot destroy our hatred. So therefore the Buddha's instruction is practice both together, metta and sati. This is given in the suttas. There is a particular discourse in the Majjhima Nikaya. Venerable Ananda gave a sutta. Kandaraka sutta where he pointed out metta as a factor for the attainment of enlightenment. He pointed out 11 methods to attain enlightenment. In that particular discourse, he said 11 methods are like practicing, developing first four jhanas. First jhana, when you practice first jhana, you can switch to insight and attain enlightenment. Second jhana, switch to insight, practice, switch to insight, then attain enlightenment. 
Then the third jhana, switch to insight, then attain enlightenment. Fourth jhana, switch to insight, attain enlightenment. Then he pointed out, practice, develop metta and switch to insight, attain enlightenment. Then practice, develop karuna, karuna, compassion, and then switch to insight and attain enlightenment. Then mudita, mudita is appreciative to joy. Practice, develop, switch to insight, attain enlightenment. Upekha, equanimity. Practice, develop, switch to insight, attain enlightenment. Then he uh, pointed out Practice, develop infinite of space and then switch to insight. Then practice, develop infinite of consciousness, switch to insight and attain enlightenment. And finally, practice, develop nothingness and switch to insight, attain enlightenment. Like that. Eleven. Eleven ways to attain enlightenment. Where metta is very clear, clearly said, Metta is one of the methods to practice, develop, and switch to insight. So, uh, in the Metta Sutta, Karaniya Metta Sutta, which we recite every day, Karaniya Metta Sutta, Buddha said, how to, uh, how, how to maintain, how to develop, how to maintain this consciousness, metta consciousness, with uh, with mindfulness? Buddha said, "Etang satting adithaya." This sati, sati means mindfulness. This sati, what is this sati? This sati means metta sati, sati with metta, twisted, sati with metta, tandem should be. Maintain. Mata yata niyam puttang ayusa eka puttang anurakked. Buddha said, as the, if the mother would, uh, as the mother would uh, treat her son, hmm, we have to understand our metta and we have to maintain metta as the mother protect her only, chi only child. We have to protect their, uh, that consciousness, metta consciousness. When practice metta, there is no particular time uh, whether we go somewhere. Gachantang, hmm? while we go somewhere, or while we stand, while we sit, while we recline, no particular time we can practice and develop. Tittang charang nishinnova sayanova yava tassa vigada middo. Yava tassa vigada middo. As long as we are awake, we have to practice metta. When practice this metta, Brahma metang viharang idang au. This metta, practicing metta is called. Brahma metang viharam. Brahma viharam means noble living. It is the noble living. Metta, practicing metta is the noble living. Etang satting aditya brahma metang viharam idang ahu. 
as a result of practicing metta in such a way together with together with mindfulness nahi jatu gabbaseyang you are not going to come back to a mother's womb nahi jatu gabbaseya brahma metang viharang idang ahu then nahi jat nahi jatu gabbaseyang idang nahi jatu gabbaseyang means you do not come back to a mother's womb uh, to be born that means you can cut off sansaric life you can attain enlightenment hmm? uh, that is when we attain enlightenment we cut off our sansaric journey where we ourselves can say that uh, our birth is destroyed birth no more no more birth for me hmm? no more birth if there is no birth no death that is the way so that is how the buddha has taught us this dhamma to practice metta the whoever practices metta can live happily peacefully in this society when practice metta the buddha taught us two methods one is called immeasurable metta <clears throat> immeasurable metta means Uh, we generate metta and extend metta to different directions six directions front direction back direction right left above below these are the six different directions we have to generate metta and extend metta to all beings all beings without any discrimination all beings in these six directions that is one method and the next method the second one is called uh, exalted method that is where we generate metta and then we have to exalt we have to extend metta to all beings in this room in this hall in this property the <coughs> the in this village then state the country the world and eventually the whole universe extending metta that is called exalted method these are the two methods taught by the buddha so friends let's all understand this metta how to practice metta when we practice metta uh, we can be happy we can develop our concentration and whenever we develop our concentration try to see your object try to understand it clearly and understand the nature of impermanence when you understand the nature of impermanence you can switch this to insight that is the purpose of practicing metta that is the purpose of this dhamma let's all understand this wonderful teaching of the buddha and practice this dhamma in our daily life so that we can live happily peacefully and finally one day attain supreme bliss of nibbana may we all attain supreme bliss of nibbana sadhu sadhu sadhu